0: My name's Tracy Smith. I was born and raised in Kalamazoo, Michigan. In 1998, I attended the South by Southwest Film Festival in Austin, Texas. And at a promotional side event at a local coffee house, I saw a showcase featuring some of the most talented performance poets in the country. Afterwards, I returned home and founded the Kalamazoo Poetry Slam. Now, almost 25 years later, for the sake of history, for the sake of nostalgia, and for some of the incredibly talented people we've lost along the way, I give you, dear listener... The Keizu Poetry Slamcast.
1: This is...
0: Slam Home.
2: Later, like, the poems are like, you dirty fucking whore. But this is one
3: of the good ones from the beginning.
4: My ears reach the suburban noise of night. There's a question asked in one naked moment
3: never I am...
5: As the
0: okay, now it really begins. First up on our list. You guys ready? Is our timekeeper, our timekeeper's not ready because I haven't given him a damn watch. All right then. First up is Dan Stevens.
6: This is called An Open Letter to Mr. William J. Levitt, or Levittown Blues. Thank you, sir, for framing our homes and rows as far as the eye can see each block a quarter mile by a quarter mile square. Thank you for the quickie mark burst like a gargoyle down the street in the florist and flood lamps strung high up in the air. Thank you for the grid-like patterns sprawling out across the landscape. The air smells cleaner. The birds sing brighter. The world feels safer with a gun rack and the bomb shelter. Thank you for the mini malls, the holy rolling mini malls, the hedgerows and the stucco walls, the flea markets and the outlet stores. The lawns are greener. The fruits are sweeter. Thank you for the finished basement rec rooms with starburst wall clocks and pull-out sofas under plastic seat covers. Thank you for bowling alleys and pool halls and churches that look like credit unions. The skies are clear. The water is pure. Even the clouds roll by and Uniform ranks. Thank you for the pleated polyester pants slowly slipping off the hips of Lulu Fishpaw on the back of the family station wagon. Woo! Thank you for lawn gnomes and pink flamingos for bunk beds and wood paneling, the PTA and soccer moms, ambrosia salad and fake white Christmas trees. Thank you, sir for your vision of efficiency. Your masterpiece of American infestation born from miles and miles of prefab housing covered in pastel green and orange, a red-themed Mandarin revival, Sino-Asian extravaganza. Miles and miles of red-themed Mandarin revival, Sino-Asian extravaganza. Thank you, sir, for Americana. Thank you for suburbia. Thank you for
0: Levittown. All righty, judges. Hold them That's one. That's two. Come on, judges. That's three. Four. Anything? All righty, then. We've got a 7.5. That's right. That's right. An 8.1. An 8.5. An 8.5. And an 8.9. Judges are mean. Okay. He's punching. He's clicking. I don't have any more announcements. Next week. Yes, I do. Next week, we've got a feature, a wonderful, fabulous feature. We've been doing this. We've been going to the nationals for uh, a few years now, and, you know, they're starting to get to know where we are and all now. And uh, so we've had the... uh, the first place individual from uh, 98 and we've had the fourth place division individual from 99 and next month we've got a member of the first place San Francisco team from 1999 Aton Kadash he's a funny little dude he's crazy and you're going to want to see him for sure 25.1 for Dan Steven Next up, Beth.
3: Thank you for making it shorter for me, Tracy. Mm -hmm. You look great, she told me when I lost 20 pounds in two weeks. Eleven more, seven more, four more. On twelve diet pills a day, shoplifting dexetrim and ipecac, shrunken stomach, starved, carved, sickle-shaped anemia. I suffered from food deprivation, self-mutilation, and an out-of-control renovation of my body. I was a new-age Picasso, ribs where breasts should be, angles and bone, a pile of geometric designs and sharp corners in muted tones. At night, I lay awake in bed, fingertips tracing the cracks in the ceiling, flat palm feeling the concave path of my belly between hips, listening for the refrigerator door. My stomach tied itself into strained knots, my heavy hair fell loose in clots, my transparent skin the color of canned peas, fat handfuls of me clipped away. I wanted to fade until I disappeared. No more curves to glance around, no more of me left to grab or hold. You look great, she told me, when she caught me in the bathroom mirror, paralyzed by her eyes on my hairy yellow flesh, safety pinning the waist of the jeans she'd just bought, but she didn't see me shrink, sink deeper into the hole of my perception, absorbed by my slim ambition for control over my life, weighing in every family meal, a skeletal competition, and the only way to win with her is thinner, it's not all her fault. This disease of inches and pounds gets passed down like a family heirloom, and it won't make it into my daughter's hope chest. Her round face resting in my lap, seeking the world from between my knees, making an example of me. And I am nearly empty of answers, but if she asks, I know what mine will be. Every morning, we wake with our bones. The decoration is for us alone.
0: (laughs) 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 Judges, they're quick this time. They're getting ready. They're starting to warm up, except for Charlie. One, two, three, five. Come on, Johnny! Hold up that number! Come on, God damn it! Right now, I'm gonna come down here. We got an eight point six, and a nine point two, and a nine point three, and a nine point three, and a nine point four. It's a 27.8 for breath. Right on. And next up, if you haven't guessed already, is Chris Trudell.
7: So I've been sipping starshine from the gold mine and reaping this strange new phase of day, searching the scatological patterns of satellites for spirit speech, and I reach into the deep seeking something I haven't been able to find. I am the blessed union of my mother and father, one of two, my brother the other. He is the source, the lantern light keeper. Me, I'm just an empty glass, asking for answers, rhythm prancer, soul matter seeker. But I've been plagued by doubts outrageous in the sting of the fingers of an ice fire fever. But lately. I've been a believer. You see, Saul Williams speaks of sweet Saturn's rivers, but you just can't swim with broken fingers, crushed while casting your ballots for oblivion. You see, I really don't think this is the world we wish to be living in. And we have given up. We have given way. And now it looks as if we're giving in. But I'm sorry if you're the last to hear the news. I got 22 reasons to be singing the blues. But that just isn't my tune anymore. I want to be that razzle-dazzle free-form jazz man seducing your sister with a solo. I want to be two scoops, a blue moon, on the hottest day of June, and every damn color you can suck from a rainbow because my gurus are a middle-aged madman with a poetry problem and my brother who can tell you more about Arnold Schwarzenegger than he can about tying shoes and my people are a lion and a redhead who stand close as I bend my head towards the train tracks and they encourage me to tap three feet into the heartbeat of forever and flipping that switch of the madman's last stand power plant of oblivion and breaking that skewed brickwork of self-being sadness captured in the rapture of that tragic architecture and I'd build myself a bridge and cross over into the empty making nothing out of something because I am useless unless I'm creating and I'd be foolish for stopping because now is the time for the new way of speaking, seeking, doing, believing and I'm not going to let anyone tell me otherwise. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wear goat skin pants in the middle of July. So people say, why ask why when you can ask that guy? And I'm going to throw hot dogs at traffic cops. And I'm going to go when the sign says stop. And I'm going to eat all day and not gain a pound. I'm going to paint fuck for free across my car and spread the word all around town. And I'm going to stay up all night. And I'm going to sleep all day. But wait, I do that anyway. So I'm going to stay up for like 38 days straight and then I'm going to sleep for 48. And I'm going to make love to time producing soft clocks and a rewound watch set to the pulse inside of all of you. And I'm going to simmer in the soup of the Beat Keeper's golden eternity. And I'm going to be in tune with the rest of the room when everything else says I'm lonely. Because we are all just an intangible mass of untapped energy. And it's about time I stopped pulling the plug.
0: Judges, one, two, three, oh, Charlie, four and five. We got a nine point two, and a nine point two, and a nine point three, and a nine point four, and a nine point six.
7: <laughs> right out! Right out! Right out!
0: 27.9 for Chris <laughs> Give it up for him. Hey, hey, hey. Uh-huh. 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 I'm trying to figure it out. How's that? About, about, uh, like about, like that? About like that. Next up, give some applause for Carrie.
2: a sudden. Like some half-remembered bad dream of showing up late for a final exam I hadn't studied for, so I've got the wrong answers, wrong ideas, wrong opinions, wrong image, wrong everything. But you're apparently oblivious to the red pen marks you left on my life because now it's, hey, how am I? Uh, Fine. Busy. Well, what have I been up to? Work. School in Detroit. Oh, I'm in your neck of the concrete woods a lot. Why don't I let you wine me and dine me? Oh, wouldn't work too busy. How's your law firm, your son? And I don't know why I was so starched and polite instead of letting you in on all of the living I have been up to and the real reasons I don't have time to put myself through the pointlessness of seeing you again. Like, I got a new man, you see, going on a year now. Who gives the way I used to give to you But leaves himself intact the way I didn't And takes nothing about me for granted And a half is best He's twice the partner you were And did I mention he rides a Harley? Yeah. He lets it rumble in third Cause that's what makes my thighs sing And we tear up the night in a growling prowl That would make the leather-lined sterility Of your Volvo shudder But, but you know, that's not quite right That's not exactly what I want to say. Start again. How am I? What have I been up to? (laughs) Let me really tell you. You know the words and the rhythms that burrow themselves in the core of me that you could never wrap your brain around and would make me itch when I spend too much time in your suburban cage? Well, I've been wallowing in them. Reintroducing myself to the ink stained woman I was meant to be and I've got whole shelves of velvet iron women showing me the way. Piercy has been unteaching me to not speak and I have begun all over again. Torrents of first person singular flowing from my loosened tongue. These hips you always said were too big? Hm. I've been paying homage to them with Clifton letting their big, free-rolling ways make men spin like a top. I've been painting my toenails menstrual red and dancing tight tangos with Cisneros, flashing silver bangles and stiletto smiles, fiercely proud to be a loose woman. Beware, honey. Angelo has been lifting my chin and my eyes, reminding me to still and always rise phenomenally and where my secret lies. And sugar, it ain't where you think. So no, you may not take me to dinner the next time I'm in Detroit, because as you can see, I am terribly busy. But it is not with work, and it is not with school. I am busy finding the soul I set aside, and I have no time for someone who helped me bury it. My dance card is so full now that there is barely enough room for the verses I scribble madly in its margins. But baby, there is just one name on it, and it is mine.
0: Right on. Ready? Here we go. One, two, three, four. Charlie. Okay. That was pretty quick. That was pretty quick. That was pretty quick. We've got a a nine point one and an eight point nine and a nine five, and a 9.4, and a 10! I like it when that happens. 28.0. Oh, Kerry. I heard somebody say something about a break. We ain't taking no breaks. We ain't taking no breaks. But, you know, get up and get your beers, you know. Do what you got to do. There's some sandwiches. I think they got it open over there. There's some sandwiches. There's paninis. There's my list on the floor. Next up. Next up. Next up. Next up is Denise.
8: Just in case, you yeah. know. I try to guess how high. No 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 no. I'm just like this is just in case, because I'm really nervous. <coughs> that was just in case. <laughs> it wasn't, was it? <laughs> Close your eyes and let me conjure you up and remember the butterflies that flutter against my thighs in the sighs that you bring. When you say my full name in circles intimate, my soul falls into the nothing that love brings. You know, that nothing that shape shifts itself into. Say my name. I want you to say my name again. Say it like it was the first kiss that twists off the tongue, tangling treble into bass. Say it so it trembles into the tingle of Shivas and (laughs) Billy. Because when Billy plays my blues, she sings my blues, slow and low, and rolling off my tongue, you come like forever in a minute, like a river in a stream. I seem to connect to you, resurrect in you. You redirect love's flow leave me feeling as though I can even swim upstream in this reality I dream of hair against skin thick against thin find solitude within the variations of dissonance that lovers separated too long make when they melody together again say my name I want you to play my name on the cleft your elbow makes in the place where thumb and wrist bone meet. Taste my name so it catches in the fall where thumb and wrist bone meet. Say my name. I want you to say my name again. Say it and I'll make soul shapeshift into you and into blues rhythms that walk me to you. Say my name. I want you to say my name again.
0: You yeah, Having fun? Right on. You know the great part about tonight, there's no winner. There's no winner tonight. you got to come back next week, and the week after that, and the week after that, and, and the week after that. And then you'll know. Okay, judges. Charlie. We've got Charlie, 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 Charlie. Okay, you got to make your decision. We've got an 8.2. We got an 8.6. We got a 9, and a 9.2, and a (laughs) 9.7. We haven't got our, uh, oh, never mind. (laughs) Now, since he's already read his poem, it doesn't matter. We haven't got our feature for May yet. We think it might be the incredibly funny Mr. Shappy from, from Chicago. If you guys, you probably don't, if you've heard him, you've laughed. And if you haven't heard him, you haven't laughed yet. And then in June, we got Mr. Dan Stevens, who's going to do a feature for us in June. I wanted to announce that from the stage just to put you on the spot. So that you you know have your shit together by then. We got a score. Yes. Twenty six point eight for Denise. Give her a big hand. <laughs> Next up, we got Dawn.
4: So I'm smoking the ninth cigarette in the last half an hour, and the coffee is yet to kick in, and that's all I need is cigarettes and coffee. But I have a feeling I'm lying to myself again, trying to run away, conditioned to move at a moment's notice. I click my heels, and none of it disappears. And I'm still smoking with frustration, and all the sedate powers of nicotine couldn't pacify me. I need to commune with a mountain, sit under a tree, and be, but my brain won't let me, won't stop the circle dance of neurons firing my thoughts like an electric Kool-Aid test I didn't know that I was involved in but I'm pretending to hold it together until the false calm waves over me, when I'll be the maid of honor for one little sister, and I will hide the broken-hearted waitress poet in the closet with the ex-boys and the unfinished projects and the dreams left covered in dust, and I will comfort the baby sister who doesn't understand her aggression. I could blame everyone else. I only blame myself, taught to escape, brought up to believe, never good enough, and so our parents fucked our heads, knowing that doesn't help me now when I need someone to lean on, and there's no one there. And I should do it on my own, but I'm not sure I'll make it without breaking down because I'm caught with a tear-stained smile missing him, even though that's why I left him. I missed him when I wanted to hold him. And I think I ask for too much or not enough when I shouldn't ask for anything, because maybe all my poetry is just confessions to lovers who didn't stay. And maybe that makes me afraid that I'm just an insecure bitch with a complex to feed. But I'll keep looking throughout this city a misfit artists that I call home, Find the answer in the bottom of a coffee cup or an overflowing purple treasure book. Hold my hand out laden with all the truth I feel. Maybe I'll lead someone else through this labyrinth of absent lovers, burned ridges, and big dogs. Because what I'm saying is I loved him until I lost myself. And now I'm looking for that man who can keep up with desire and philosophy and still know that God has angels because he likes the company
1: is Slam Palm the Musical. And I have been waiting for this moment, this one whining, self-defining, love-effacing, trance-embracing, dance-shoelacing, all my life been waiting to give the world my singular, beautiful, self-redundant, self-masturbatory self. (sighs) <sighs> but are you ready for a slam-palm, a musical? Are you ready to sing and dance and smile and sway and sway and dance and sing and smile and dance, 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 dance your gay little heart into the devious arms of a chorus of fag-hag posers waiting to convert you backstage? Because this is Slam-Palm the Musical, and we will camp out all night for tickets to your blank-verse effervescence. Inspire a Slam-Palm. Remind us that our mediocre lives aren't half as pathetic as the ten weeks you took to rehearse and stage, Slam Palm the Musical. (laughs) Now, Slam Palm the Musical is as common as Coke, and everyone can recite every banal line of its three-hour score. In fact, they don't even refer to it as Slam Palm the Musical any longer, but rather... Spit'em, the main event. And even if you haven't seen a musical in quite some time, you will see Spit'em, the main event, because music is important. Like, you are important. Like, the first time you walked out of Spit'em, oh my god, I am so nervous right now. I just have to say that my favorite dance number is children should have play with sarcasm, as well as don't take me like a ghost and put me in your nightmare. <laughs> And I just love how Spin'em is so much more than the kind of theater of the cruel that toe imagined when he inspired Bob Joe McPherson III to write him the main event, based on his obscure novella, Nausea. And don't you think musicals are just like sex? <laughs> <laughs> and all I can think about right now is singing songs from Spidim at Saturday, Money and Thursday night karaoke. And I have a Spidim tattoo, wanna see it? <laughs> And I just love how a spinner makes me feel alive and free like a laughing little girl again and forgiven and loved and released and reclaimed when they sing the I Want song and everyone gets on stage and, and, and starts telling everyone else who isn't listening because they're too busy singing and dancing and smiling and swaying about what they want. But I tell them anyway what I want if ever I have wanted anything to want. I have wanted this one singular explosion of everlasting somethingness to never, ever, never end. And ten years from now... When you paw through your neighbor's garage sale floor for a faded commemorative Spittammuns who are T-shirts, while the local homeschool association revives, the royalty-free donation-only-based production of Spittam, while a junior high choral instructor fearlessly writes his own finale to include a 50-piece marching band and a 10 min mine solo, while Bobby Joe McPherson II rides on a sweaty rehab center, clawing his way heart sobriety, Itch by angry ish. We will remember slam Pole the Musical. For without it, we would have never made it through puberty. We will remember how it was in the beginning, before the spin-offs. John Tash plays Slam live at Leadville, Colorado, and spit him on ice. Don't give in to the sham. We'll always love our jam. For one brief shining moment that was known as slam Pole the Musical.
9: Fellow Americans, let me get something perfectly straight. I am not a Republican. Oh, I know what you're thinking, but he's such a snappy dresser. He's so sensitive. His mores and worldviews are so progressive and forward-thinking. He must be a Republican. I am not, I assure you. All right, I admit, I did experiment a little in the 80s. But I was curious. Everybody was doing it. The money, the junk bonds, the power ties. The whole lifestyle was very appealing. I was young and naive. I didn't know any better. Please don't hold my youthful indiscretions against me. Okay, maybe I was a registered Republican voter once. But it wasn't my choice, it was my upbringing. I was raised in a corrupt and immoral household. Blame my family. My father was a Republican. My brother was a Republican. I come from a long line of card-carrying, limbo loving ultra-conservative Republicans. It has taken me eight years of college and a lifetime of therapy to erase the brainwashing. I don't even vote anymore, I swear. When I came out of the political closet, I sat my parents down and told them who I really was. I was free. All those years of lying were over. My parents have since disowned me, but I am finally true to myself. I mean, I hardly ever think about bombing abortion clinics anymore. I confess, I still have a thing for track lighting and show tunes. Sometimes I even find myself back in one of those seedy Republican bars, the ones decorated in mahogany paneling and reeking of cigar smoke and leather briefcases. You might even find me dancing with some balding hottie in a dark blue three-piece suit. But I haven't taken anyone home in at least two months. I'm trying very hard to leave that life behind me. (sighs) You wouldn't know it by looking at me, but I am truly hardcore in my liberalism. I've sailed on the Rainbow Warrior, liberated animals from university laboratories. I've chained myself to tanks, bulldozers, and Sequoia Redwoods. 35 political leaders have restraining orders against me. My FBI file is six inches thick! And you thought I was a Republican, don't let my haircut fool you. I am somewhere left of communists, anarchists, fear me, environmentalists praise me. I am anything but a Republican.
1: <laughs> Judge
0: Hey, that was quick, Charlie. We got an 8.0. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear from our audience. Let's hear that one more time. How do we feel about Charlie? We got an 8.1 and a 9.6, and a 9.7, and a 9.9. The list is getting smaller and smaller. We're getting close to the end, but not t- too close. And I see, I see also some like, poets that weren't on the open mic list who came late, who came late, Who came late and maybe maybe we can get them to come up and and read for us after the slam because i think we're going to be done by before 11 o'clock so we'll have time for more open mic how you guys doing over there what do you got Uh, got 27.4 but oh over time three minutes and 11 seconds over no Just like one second. Yeah, so. He gets point five off, which makes it 26.9. It's 26.9. That's not bad. Uh, Yeah. At the Nationals, you know, you go a second over, you feel the pain. And that's all there is to it. Next up,
10: James. Liquor. Call it what you call it. I'm not an alcoholic just because Seagram's Gin is my best friend. The way I start each and every day is with a straight shot of Tanqueray. My speech is slurred, words I cannot pronounce as I sit here gripping my 40 ounce. My blood, my heart, all my organs are filled to the rim with Captain Morgan. It started at 14, screaming and fussing, looking through the bed cabinets, no more rubber tussin'. I thought I would quit, I thought it would stop. Till someone introduced me to Peppermint Snops. Four or five pints of Amber Ale. My belly is swollen, so what the hell? I do not think when I drink or care to realize that even my life is being jeopardized. The police I see, I hope they pass. My eyes are bloodshot red and they look like glass. A, B, C, one, two, three. There isn't much in helping me. I get home, I feel queasy and odd. Once again, I kneel to the porcelain god. I lie on this cold floor that feels like a cool breeze. How many others suffer from this ungodly disease? I lost my job, my friends, and even my family. Why do I feel that God is damning me? I lost everything right down to my clothes. You may not have thorns, but don't fuck with wild Irish rose. <laughs> Money. At once I had plenty. Now I just live for my mad dog, 20 at 20. To my family and friends, I have a confession. With all of you out in my life, I've yet to learn my lesson.
0: Woohoo! Makes me want to do some drinking. Judges, them up, hold 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 them up. We got an eight point (laughs) three. We need an eight point seven. We got an eight point eight and a nine point oh and a nine point two. Twenty six point five for James. All right. All right. Okay. And remember, folks, this is only the first round. It's just going to get better every week and more intense and vicious and bloody. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to miss it. Don't want to miss it. Don't want to miss it. We only got a few more poets left, and then we'll have a break, and then we'll get on with the even more open. I, I promise. I know. You're nicking out. I know. Next up... Is Erin? Give her a hand.
11: Well, house, that's where we keep them—those foul secrets. We keep them in the dark dank below the red well pump with the potatoes and the onions. And last year's Red Delicious rotting like the way little girls do when no one listens, when no one wants to listen to the obscene secrets. I can't make him go away. It doesn't matter who I'm fucking. It doesn't matter if I open my eyes or if I close them or if I sing to myself or if I sit in silence. I see his brown eyes. Looking into mine, I feel the weight of his body consuming me, his brown hair dark and lingering. I can't get the picture of him out of my mind. Those dirty secrets. Well house, that's where we keep the secrets of little girls, the sheriff's sons, he's goosing her, his hands are down her panties, pink and pedestal pulsing while brothers and cousins are safely tucked away in their beds. I lose the innocence of emerald green kisses, I am five left to the babysitter to fend defend for myself four of the hottest months of the years. The telephone sits up on the yellow wall, too high, too many numbers to rotate the sound of my mother's voice. I use my thumb to compensate her touch, and they say they'll break me in four months. They stick my hand in hot pepper juice and dish soap, and they say they'll break me, and I lose myself. I'm so lost, so small inside the well house. I remember being beaten 14 times I stole five cents pieces of bubblegum he chases me his warm brown leather belly and Grabbing my wrists and flinging me down to the ground. Beneath the willow, the black tire swings, shadow swings to the ribbon of the belt, falling wherever it may, all over my five-year-old body. And he screams, louder, I can't hear you, counting, like at butchering time. I hold their necks down as the axe slices, clean through the white bone and glimmering cartilage, crimson blood spoils my chest, our blood decorates the brown grass, our bodies piling up in the darkness, while being locked away in a bedroom for weeks I write, I will not steal, I will not steal, I will not steal. In the silence, the darkness of the room consumes me, and I lose myself in summer. I lose my voice to the darkness of learning to eat alone at six. I feel a thousand spindly kisses marking the depths of my own defenselessness. Inside the well house, I put my life together in layers. I am lost amongst the potatoes and the vidalian onions. The onions are so sweet, they burn my lips as he holds me down. When he holds me down, I am too young for afternoon kindergarten, and I look up at him through the darkness of the garage. With calm on my face, I smell crisp oil. Down on my knees, on the dirt floor, my summer white dress soiled. Down on my knees to suck the neighbor's cock. I want to put it all in the well house, but I can't. I can't push his face down in between the black cracks, the floorboards, my fingers bloody and splintering as I try so hard. I can't push hard enough. I can't even open the door. I can't even unmask the door to the white well house. It's paint chipping off underneath the raw of my fingertips. The door won't even open. I try to shove him down with the red skin potatoes and the onions and the yams and the carrots and the rotting red delicious, but I can't. I can't make him go away.
6: One, two, three, four, five.
0: We've got a nine point one, and a nine point seven, and a ten, and a ten, and a (laughs) ten. Shit to say. About <laughs> 10 minutes ago. I know, it's no excuse. I know. I know, I know, I know. I'm just, okay. you know, convulse or something. Well, Aaron has a cumulative of 29.7. Yeah, 29. Yes. They're ruthless bastards at the National Slam, and we have to be that way too. 24.7. Let's hear it for Aaron. About the poetry, that's what it's about. Yeah. We got uh, three more, and then we're gonna take a break. Next up is Julian,
12: <laughs> dear brother. It's been a long time five years, I'd say, maybe even more. I'm writing to you because I am sick. I'm sick of people parading their lives like Andy Warhol once did, licking his mother's feet because she said so. I'm sick of the children with their faces pressed against the glass, searching, yearning, hoping for a life outside of the dusty cookie jar from which they extract their moral innocence cookie crumbs again and again and again. So brother, let's go to Vegas, screw Midwestern conservatism, because I can and I have, for I've become that medieval adulteress, long blonde hair dripping with a lover's blood, condemning a society which brands her profane prophecies on her pale white forehead, excreting with long greasy forceps her God within again, and again, and again. Brother, I now surround myself with the historic poets whispering their odes of immortality, systematically swirling in 16-millimeter technocolor. Color me, color you, colors swirling, flowing into the deep, dark river of my mind. So, brother, let's go to Vegas because beauty is as beauty does, they say, and Vegas is such a beautiful place to be beautiful. Where the legions of courtroom assholes swallow their antidepressant job applications, name, date, sign on the dotted line refugees, death by death, step by step, pacing themselves in the zones of their forgotten ideals, right again, left again, right again. And, brother, let's go to that place, please go to that ultimate city of bliss the barbed wire satin threads of lust weaving women in fairy tales of flesh that unkosher seduction of a body that everybody dreams of, I want to go to the place where the whores breed like the commercial fags invading primetime television infomercials and brother, I have news for you, I'm not gay anymore because I don't wear DNKY and stuff Kleenex in my pants to make my package look bigger I can't take this anymore, I lost the liver for it years ago, so I want to go to the place, the place where the corner boys parade through their sexual innocence, marching in honor of Glenn Gould, and the losers alienated in high school gather for their annual dorks before dorks no more convention at the plaza, and the antisocial bipolar drag queen huddles in the corner of a damp dampened, darkened casino, weeping, so beautiful, so solitary, so fragile reminding me of that night you cried because you realized it wasn't the sandman visiting you, touching you, sprinkling his magic dust as you slowly fall asleep. And brother, I am standing in front of you today naked, screaming, I too have woken up with the sandman's dust in my eyes, blinding me from any sight of what they call normality. So stop this bullshit and understand for one brief shining moment that I never wanted you to know. So what do you say, bro? Let's go to
0: Come on, Charlie. Hi,
7: Charlie. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie,
0: Charlie. You used to be beautiful. Yeah. All right. We got a 9.0 and a 9.5 and a 9.5 and a 9.5. And a nine point seven. Come on, you knew better than that. Come on. All about the poetry. First, I'd like to thank the judges for giving me easy to add scores. That's a twenty eight point five. Twenty eight point five for Julian. When I was your age, I would piss my pants if I had to read aloud in class, dude. It's just not fair. The list is getting smaller, but we're almost done. And next up is Uncle Drag. The
5: older I get, the less comfort I glean from those people who have been technically dead and then revived, who describe moving towards a blinding light. Perhaps this is how eternal torment begins. I draw away from the light. In darkness there's peace, while our culture runs towards the light, the solar deity, the patriarchal right-thinking choice, and our programming whispers, the light is good. Is male, is action, is progress. And the dark is bad, female, dangerous, and primitive. Who started this crap? See, every white bigot and every sexist of any race I've ever met pinned their shit up with that litany. My only recitation will be silence as I run into darkness, weightless, giddy, and nauseated, into the vast shadowed spring that gives birth to myth. Let me embrace the void where magic still lingers and drive out the deathly certainty of the light. Light the killer, light the joyless, light the regimented. Light up the workday so the indentured can work longer hours than any ancient field slave. Light, the foe of rest. Run, children, run from the light. I am the light and the life, saith the Lord. But who was the angel of light? Run, children, from the light where your faults will be exposed and detailed. From the light of control where the enlightened will be above you. And from their bright gods will come laws of gold and silver gleaming. Their words the speech of masters to slaves. From the light of the midday sermon, the light of altars, the light of television, run to the dark, to security and clear communication. Words still work here, smoke and mirrors don't. Illusion lies impotent where your useless eyes close to conquer your fears and sorrows. Draw strength from its source, be cozened in survival, for the light is coming. The light of Dresden after the morning of ash. The light of Hiroshima leaving photo negatives of humanity on stone and concrete. The light in the eyes of the madmen who rule us. Run, children, into darkness. The light is coming. Cities spread their arms and stars are forgotten. Video flickers and sacred tales of ancient times are forgotten. Bright baubles and bright lights beckon and the tongues of our ancestors are forgotten in the light we are rational enough to forget that in darkness we know ourselves for animals saddled with that spirit of light and we know the loss and the lie of it in the light something dies beyond reclamation in darkness is a grandmother aeons old warm as summer storm cloud twilight who would paint upon you with a murmuring thunder magic and wisdom such as gods were weaned on there isn't enough darkness let my deities be dark for the light approaches i will run into
0: I see um, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. I see a nine and a nine and a nine point five and a nine point six and a nine point seven. Comfortable, is it? Cool. Comfortable. Okay. Twenty-eight point one. Twenty-six point one. Twenty-six point one for, 26.1. 26.1 for Uncle Draggy <laughs> Man. Yeah, <laughs> <coughs> All right. We got one more poet for the first round of the semifinals. This is only the first round. It's only the first round. (laughs) And you all got to come back next week. And uh, um, um, just for you poets, in case any of you don't know, next week's... um, um, the lineup will be exactly opposite of what it was tonight, so if you went first, you know, will go last and, and so forth. Last up for the first round, Sharon.
13: This is called uh, Just Put It Away. goes, uh... Yeah. Okay. Um... I saw you again today, spiked hair, wild smile, shopping with your girl, staring at me when you thought she wasn't looking and I couldn't help but think. Just put it away. Forget that askance glance right through me, the magnitude of the moment our eyes first locked and all those one-word paragraphs. Forget our fingertips brushing hesitantly as the kitten purred, sleepy-eyed and content beneath our mutual touch in the eerie blue ambience of a surreal pre-morning sky. Forget even soft, almost unspoken words slip gently between the two of us under music and through thick lulls of silence. Your girlfriend sitting next to you, your eyes so deep and velvet it hurt to look at them. Forget later, the three of us laughing, rolling around on the bed. You ripping off my black nylons with your teeth. Leather boots piled haphazardly in a corner. My buttercup nipples, that three-tongued kiss. Lust slopping on lust. Skin meeting skin meeting skin. She and I snuggling after under the sheets. Forget and remember how she turned first numb, then ballistic, now bitter and arrogant, disgusted with my presence and smirking at my expense, refusing even to herself that she liked it, and know that you love her, that I hold no feelings of ill will or anger, that though you once excited me, intrigued me, maybe even felt me that I've grown strong on my own, and that some things are just better left alone. Put it away, Jake. Just put it away.
12: All right. Let's
0: have a big fucking hand for everybody tonight. Hi. Wasn't it great? It was great. Okay, we got all our judges. We got a 9.1. We got a... It was a 9.1. And an 8.8. And an 8.9 and a 9.2 and a 9.3 That's what we got Something us poetry geeks have been dreaming about for a long, long time now is the ability to put together a wonderful incredible compilation of poetry and put it out on a CD so that we can sell it to you so that we can afford to eat and it looks like this year we're going to have at least two collections of poetry because you guys are so fucking cool. What do we got? We got 27.2 for Sharon. 27.2 for Sharon. All right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. All righty. want to thank all of our poets. And I want to thank all of our judges, and I want to thank our audience. And we're going to take a break. It's not over. If you're a poet and you haven't read, it's not over. I'm going to put out another list, and we're going to start it up again in about ten minutes or so. But until then, smoke, drink, do whatever else you've got to do, but, you know, don't let anybody see it. And we'll be right back. This is the truth of it. Fighting leads to killing. And killing gets to warring. And that was damn near the death of us all. Now, when men get to fighting, it happens here.
6: And it finishes here. Two men enter, one man leaves.